6: Hey, thanks for listening to the Best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app
5: by searching FSR.
6: I would say the first thing that I'm thinking of yesterday, I don't know if they're going to be off the hook because everyone loves Doug Peterson and because – Trevor Lawrence is a is a guy that's is still respected as one of the best young QBs, but we watched the Jacksonville Jags implode bigly, unlike a big level, dude. They were games ahead in that division. There was a point in the year where we discussed. I mean, you can say the same for the Eagles now with the skid. They're, uh, but they're on. still in the playoffs I mean, and they hit a skid. Okay, but I'm saying but like still they're not looking good. Camino, know, we're talking about a team that at one stage of the game, everyone in this room thought, man, maybe the Jags get the one seed because you know, other teams weren't playing up to their ability. Remember, the Bills were struggling, Chiefs were struggling, the Ravens hadn't hit their stride yet, and everyone's like, well, you know, the Jags might be the one seed. One seed?
5: Yeah, to not score, I mean, to only score 20 points in that game against the Titans, kind of whack-a-doodle. So, yeah, the Jaguars end up 9-8 and eight. Titans with the surprise there. It definitely that, makes you go. Hmm. Was that your
6: official analysis? Wackadoodle? <laughs> no, that was pretty wackadoodle. That's my uh, official take. Yeah, wackadoodle. No, it's just, it is it is
5: interesting to see how they fell apart. I don't know if it's a matter of the schedule getting tougher or they
6: just lost their way. At one point in the season, correct me if I'm wrong. Hold on, I'll look right here. One and one and two, one and two, three and two, four and two, five and two. They were, man, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> They were six and two going into that 49ers game. So think about it. At one point of the season, they were six and two, which means they finished the season six and uh, three and six. I don't feel like there's enough heat on that team for for collapsing like that. Maybe because the expectations never really that high in in Jacksonville, but they're they're they gonna get away. They're,
7: for like you said, Trevor Lawrence, are I think that there is heat. It's just unfortunate that Jacksonville isn't one of those teams that we think of as a marquee team. Right? Like that's that's like,
5: probably why they don't yeah, the get
6: criticism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, if it was Dallas or something. Because
7: yeah. even Trevor Lawrence is catching a little bit of heat, but considering he's a number one overall pick in the and I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but he I, I, I know he's played injured over the last month and a half or so. But the last two throws that he made when they needed to convert on a third and two and a fourth and two were just nowhere nowhere near. They, they were rocket balls way over the head of receivers. And It's just if there are other, if Justin Fields makes that throw or someone else does, I think we're, if Brock Purdy misses that throw, we're sitting there focusing on that. I think the, it's just the name brand of the Jaguars that don't make it as hot as it would be for another team.
6: Agreed. And you saw him re- with the with that height and that long arm. He tried to reach for the goal line. Because, Danny, at one point during the day, you texted us like, man, Jags are done. Wait, not so fast. And then I started watching the game on my phone because I was out and about. And I I'm think like,
8: Covino said not so fast.
6: Yeah, and I was like, ooh, oh." And then you're like, oh, they're going to tie it up. He reaches in that long-ass arm. They push him. Oh, think of that. That close. That Speaking of
5: that close, the Colts were that close. And we got to say, you know, in the same regards as we discussed Nakua, CJ Stroud, man, another great story this year, right? We like to focus on the busts a lot of times and the teams that didn't uh, do as well as expected. But man, the Texans led by this guy, they are on top over the Colts 23-19, but Minshew had that at the end. And man, it was just so embarrassing how they lost that game.
6: I mean, it wasn't a great throw, it but it was a great ball throw, that should have been caught. Should have
5: been caught, yeah. Should have
8: been caught, especially in the moment. And you know, made
6: it's me hard, sad. Hard mm. turning
8: up field like that. I mean, both guys had to take half of that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah,
6: D'Amico Ryan's, by the way, what he's done with that team. Oh, he's a great coach. So props to Houston. But if you're Indianapolis, hey, you're ahead of schedule, right? This was a team that they. Tossed to Jeff Saturday last year. They were a lost squad. You got Anthony Richardson. He unfortunately got hurt. And you still made a nice run with Gardner Minshew. You'll get your star young player back next year. And, and it know, goes to show you too how it tough there. it is.
5: Tyler Goodson at, at the end of the game, who dropped that pass, was saying he felt like a total failure, like almost in tears,
6: you know. And it's just like Well, didn't he say he didn't he say he was going to talk to his mom because she's the only one that would want to talk to him? I was like, oh, that's kind of, that hurt. I don't know. That, okay. that hurt me that's when like I heard fun. him say Imagine yeah. making it to the NFL. When I heard him say that, Lorena, it hurt my heart. I mean, I, I was like, man, he's so bummed. He's like, yeah, my mom's the only one that would probably want to he hear from it, me. He did the impossible, made it to the NFL, ah, feels like a failure, crying about
5: uh, his mama. And to be so close. Imagine from his mom like he, it's a like
6: hero failure. <laughs> Just like that. He, he could have been the hero? Imagine his failure. mom imagine his mom was like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you either.
8: The shot of the Colts head coach on the sideline too looked like he was gonna cry.
6: You who's know, the who's talking. the Colts coach, uh, Rich? I told you, I I I quizzed myself because that's what I do in my spare time like a weirdo. I was like, can, Sports I? Nerd. I, was like, can I name all Nerds. 32 head coaches? And I told Danny. I was like, the Colts were the only one I, I missed. Knew it. I was 31 for 32. And I was like, why? Are you th- why? Because I kept thinking last year. I was like, Jeff Saturday took over. Get a life. Who'd they? Shane Steichen. Former
8: Chargers
5: OC.
6: <sighs> now, you could
5: give <laughs> us your takeaways in the NFL. Lots of observations. Or it could have been the Golden Globes. It could have been whatever you watched, whatever you did this weekend, Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, things that made you go, hmm. I'll
6: give you one. You say Golden Globes? It could be anything. My observation is that I love Joe Coy. He got a lot of uh, negative response for the Golden Globes last night. Well, people were criticizing the awkward jokes. I thought they were fine.
5: And it's a it's a room full of pretentious snooty
6: people. You know, snooty. I, I thought... Uh, <laughs> snooty, snotty. I love that word, snooty. I thought uh, Jim Gaffigan even made a joke that everyone's like, ooh. And I was like, he said he said something like, yes, want to let you know I'm not a pedophile. I don't know, is there, a war- is there an award for that this year? And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh man. Wow. I don't even whoa. know what that means. His, yeah. Whoa. His, but it's but in my, the uh, context of comedy. You got to remember but that. But my, my thought is this. I'm, and I'm not trying to be the guy that's too cool for this stuff because, listen, I watch all the shows you watch. We all watch all the same shows on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, you know, Prime and Disney Plus and HBO Max. It is difficult for me to sit through an award show. I don't know who gets amped up for those. Like, trust me, I love entertainment and shows and movies more than anyone. But all those people just sitting there stroking each other with their tuxedos on, there's so, I don't know. There's something so gross and about these, award shows. All these to me. high
5: profile celebrities apparently. Are uh, allergic to jokes. I don't know. know. Just
6: like you know that there's a
5: comedian hosting it, and you know that you're a celebrity, probably going to be called out at some point, and you act like it's not funny or something. Uh, I don't get it. And
6: I can't be. I can't be. I don't get that. I can't be fake and tell you that. Listen, if I was invited, I'd go get a tuxedo and be excited and be like, "Dude, I'm at the uh, at the Golden Globes." But I'm saying, as a regular person watching at home, I'm like. This is unbearable. Like I was like, I'm watching the Dolphins' Bills. I'm like, there's people that are more concerned with the Golden Globes right now.
5: Well, I think Joe Coy did a great job, especially with 10 Days Notice, which he kept referencing because his jokes were failing. But I I thought he did a great job. The narrative was that he made it awkward and he didn't do well. I thought he did fantastic.
6: Listen, someone would say, why host an award show? Because everyone that hosts an award show – the narrative on social media is they suck, he sucks, she sucks, they suck. You, whoever hosts, it, you're going to get people saying how how much you suck. But much like whoever performs at the Super Bowl halftime show, oddly enough, their profile, everybody's a critic, goes up. Like you could be like, eh, why would like who doesn't know Rihanna? I promise you, the day after she does the halftime show, yeah, that was horrible. Downloads, so streams, mad. everything goes way up. You host the Golden Globes or any award show, more tickets sell. For your tour, I mean, look at Cat Williams. Cat Williams just did a, uh, you know, the Club Shay Shay podcast. He's touring. You don't think more people are going to go see Cat Williams now?
5: Well, in a world full of negative criticism, and everyone thinks they're the expert and they have all the criticism. Like I said, I was giving props to some players: Puka Nakua, C.J. Stroud. How about Baker Mayfield leading his Buccaneers? So, look, these are the takeaways. We
6: haven't even touched on the Saints yet. Uh, Hank in Virginia, what's up, man?
9: Man, I got such an opposite point of view about the Cowboys. But I'll say that before. Did you guys see that uh, guy get stuck in the pot? You know what I'm talking about? Like a big, um, like a planner that you would see in like a hotel lobby that would have, you know, like a findery. He got, He's like a PTI, like producer. Like I, for Tony and Will Bond. I didn't see that. Dude, he got stuck in the plan and was like cussing people, you know, tell me, my knees are stuck, you know, and all that stuff. Dude, it's hilarious. I'll to look it up. And it turns well, out that anyway. guy
5: is, is a producer on ESPN.
6: What I did see is uh yeah. the dude from Barstool finally hit a hole in one after. <laughs> I, <laughs> did you see
9: that? Okay. I saw the Levitard show. That's what I saw. That's it funny. If y'all well, thanks. you I want to plug somebody, that's where I'll plug it because I love those guys. But Only anyway. if you yeah.
5: call their show and shout us out next yeah, time. Yeah, do that too. But it's all I, good.
9: I don't them. I haven't called them. I haven't called at all because I don't think they take calls. You, you just can, like, type in whatever you want to say or, you know, that's how they respond. They, they, well,
8: maybe they got the right idea. How, um, about, <laughs> how about Mike and Mike? What's going on on that
9: show? Yeah,
5: it's, it's, how's, how's Mike <laughs> hey, doing? Hey, can you give me an update on Petros and money? <laughs> hey, I, hey, I can
9: give you on, what's uh, with Freddy? What's that guy with a uh, with deep voice? What's his name? He used to do late nights, um... Oh, Winnie um, from Winnie and the great. Bart. Oh, yeah,
6: that's a guy. That's a guy.
5: Mongrel and Bart. Thank you, thank you Hank. Hey, Hank, I appreciate it, man. We don't care. I watch those clips all the time. They do a yeah. great job. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. But I didn't know that about, I didn't see this clip he's talking no, about. No, I'm, I'm going to look at him. Uh, I feel like I've seen every clip. I, I, I'm like that kid that solved Tetris
6: over the weekend. <laughs> I feel like I solve social media every week. I'm like, I've seen all these clips. My, my algorithm has, has said, uh, we, we've given you every 49ers or girl with a hot booty post. So now I'm up to, deep sea creepy stuff like <laughs> it's like it's just like this, oh that's uh, when you solve social media Yeah, like i'm getting like sea shanty stuff when you stuff get the depths like, of the ocean yeah the depths of the ocean and like boats tipping over
5: danny mm. g did you see that some kids solve tetris Yo,
6: level 157 yeah the,
5: by the way what the, the same 1985 tetris we were playing on nes some 13 year old kid is the first human to ever crash it on the kill screen because AI and other bots have oh, done it. I thought you
8: were
6: going to send an alien in Vegas, did it?
5: There is one alien in Miami, <laughs> <Big> actually. <guy. laughs> Wait, how, how old
6: is this kid? 13-year-old boy. Yeah, it's going to take him longer to kiss his first girl. Ah, oh, that's I, wrong. Uh, <laughs> what? I mean, you guys play Rich. Tetris all day. Come on. I'm just saying. Uh, Chris in Philly, you're on with CNR. What's up, buddy?
9: Yo, fellas. Happy Monday.
6: You too, man. What's up? Uh,
10: first of all, Shane Sykin for the Colts, which I'm actually a Colts fan. Uh, after that play... He took his headset off and looked at Gardner and said, that's on you.
5: That's on you. And he said it twice. Wow. Think that's think tough. That's yeah, that makes me say hmm. Makes me say hmm for sure. Because, again, that was, that was one that should have been caught, though. You know, Chris,
6: I, you're in Philly. When it comes to things that make you go hmm, Philly, it's not like they rested all their key guys and it was like, oh, the Giants won because it was a scenario like, you know, like how Cleveland rested everyone and the Bengals just – went off because they were playing nobodies. Jalen Hurts played, banged up his finger. A.J. Brown grabbing at his leg, has an issue. Devontae Smith wasn't playing because he's hurt. I gotta ask, are the Eagles in trouble where yes. like they could be embarrassed by Tampa? They've lost Tampa? Their footing, yeah. But I'm talking like we're um, they forgot who
5: they were. Like They just lost their way. They're like the puppy who lost his way. Your favorite
6: book? I did read that with Miss Lippy. It's the Eagles who lost their way. But that game this week, if you feel like the Eagles are going to rebound big time, Danny G. Dan Byer, did you see that? That is Eagles by three. You buy a half. A, you buy a half a point. You could get the Eagles by a field goal and you win that. Like, we do we have we lost all faith in the Philadelphia yes, Eagles? Yes, like and, all and faith. Rightfully so. I mean, the Giants look like again. Like I said, it wasn't like they didn't play. Mm-hmm. They they played a good portion of that game and finally DeVito said, I right, well, came
7: in for a little while. Yeah. Tommy DeVito was in the game, and they were continuing to roll. It's unreal. Isn't that
5: how funny we're so off the Tommy DeVito story just like that though? Right? (laughs) Nobody cares. When when Dan
6: said that, I'm like, Tommy who? I don't don't know him. I don't know him. (laughs) Rewind two weeks ago. Every three words out of our mouth, (laughs) Tommy DeVito.
8: Now, Rich, the other side of that, the Bucks did beat the Panthers, but they didn't exactly look like a powerhouse.
6: Yeah, they did point that out on the Fox. Like halftime report, like, they like they were saying like, and the you know the Bucks win the division. Well, it was nine nothing against the the Panthers, and I wonder ESPN can't be happy that they were given the Eagles Bucks Monday night, right? That wild card Monday night game. Do you want to talk about your conspiracy real quick? Things that make you go hmm. I do. Let me tell you my conspiracy. Then we'll go to DB for an update. Hit me what? Can you hit me with some like conspiracy music? Maybe some like alien. Type. All right, so it doesn't involve aliens, but I'm looking for like some who
5: playoffs are set. Rich has a conspiracy. Things that make you go hmm. And we still haven't really even touched on the Saints and how that game ended. So that's what we're going to discuss next. Jameis Winston. People are saying he should be cut. People were fired already from that game. We'll explain. But let's hear Rich's there's, conspiracy. Listen,
6: there's some strategery involved. in in how they laid out these playoff games. Me and Dan Beyer were having deep conversations in the kitchen about this, about how the AFC and NFC South are just sort of throwaway divisions enough where you're realizing it just by the schedule. Like that early Saturday game, Browns and Texans, you know, you bury that game early on Saturday. We'll all watch it, but that's not the game people wanted. You got the Bills and the Steelers. That is. You're talking about two big franchises. That's your CBS AFC game. You're way too hyped up for a conspiracy sort of delivery. You got to be like Jesse Ventura. <laughs> the <Yeah>. Denver <laughs> Airport and JFK. Yeah, you got to, you know, There's them. aliens.
8: Slow down. Be very thoughtful, like George Norrie of Premier Networks. Yeah. So
6: we all know. Yeah, speak like William Shatner on the Unexplained. We all know that the Packers going to Dallas is by far the ratings grab of the week. That's going to have monster ratings. Two big franchises. And then I'm I'm pretty confident NBC's okay with the Rams-Lions-Stafford-Goff matchup. That's a a great matchup. The Eagles-Bucks, like I said, ESPN's sort of like, okay, give us that one. My conspiracy, and I know other people have said it, but if I was the first to think of it before I saw someone else say it, I'm owning it. It's mine. The minute they showed the primetime postseason schedule last night, and they said, oh, the Peacock game that you have to pay for is the Chiefs game? My first thought was, by design, because they know there's going to be a bunch of people that are like, Taylor Swift's going to be there to cheer on Travis in the postseason. Fine, I'll pay for Peacock. I think it was a deliberate Peacock NFL I don't think there's any deal. question. You think anyone's going to pay for the Eagles? The Eagles, Buccaneers, but no. I, I bet you the the folks at NBC and Peacock were like, "Listen, we got to put the we got to put the Chiefs game there if we want people to sign up for Peacock." People are reluctant, but you know who might not be reluctant? Swifties. The four billion dollars in money that tra- uh, Taylor Swift made this past year, Swifties pay money, and they might pay just to see her in the booth.
5: People are gonna subscribe for a month and cancel, but yeah, this is the best way to reel them in, and it's all about the bottom dollar conspiracy could be, but I think it's just common sense.
10: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
11: To start listening.
5: Things that made you go, hmm, before we welcome Jason Fitz and talk Washington at Michigan tonight, got to talk about that Saints game real quick
6: and how it ended. You know, it's interesting because uh, I heard Dan Beyer in his update say that Dennis Allen feels confident that uh, he will continue to be the head coach of the Saints. Shannon Sharp saying he's done and that he'd cut
5: Jameis Winston.
6: Well, you know what? Let's, let's hear that clip and then we'll discuss. Here's, uh, here's Shannon Sharp.
0: How does this make the Saints look?
8: Bad. Very. Makes, de- makes, de- makes Dennis Allen look like he's lost control of that locker room. But I'll say this. I would cut Jameis Winston today. I would not want him on my team. That's loser's mentality. And people are say, well, Shannon, what about when Dan Marino fake spiked the ball or Peyton Manning? They were not in victory formation. If you get down, the defense is conceding. If you want to run the ball, let the defense line up. Don't you fool them. Think this a victory formation and then drive off the ball.
5: That made everybody go, hmm, Saints win 48-17. But they scored that last touchdown. And Jameis Winston at the end of the game said it was a team
6: decision. Did Cat Williams have anything to say about that afterwards? He's not still chatting. He's calling out everybody.
8: Um, You know. Vince Vaughn weighed in though. He said he loved the play.
6: <laughs> you know what? Danny said it reminded him of Rudy. Remember when Rudy and the team went against the coach? Like, that one's for you. <laughs> you know, it it Kavino, my, my feelings were similar enough to Shannon Sharp, but my thought wasn't about Jameis Winston. My thought was, Wow, does Dennis Allen not have the command and respect of this team if as a group they all decided like, you know, sometimes you don't really have the temperature of a scenario? Like, if everyone on the team wanted to get, who was it, Jamal Williams? Yeah. That touchdown? By the way, he led the NFL with 17 rushing TDs last year for Detroit,
5: but hadn't found the end zone in 2023. And Jameis Winston went on to explain that, look, we all know how much he meant to our team and how much he means to the locker room we
6: wanted to give it to him so we decided to do and it Jameis Winston tried to rationalize by saying like yo man we got an interception and got it all the way down to the one so if we got a touchdown on that would that have been disrespectful it's a game and he tried to rationale and make some sense of it but my my thought wasn't in the direction of wow look, look at Jameis Winston not being compliant and not listening to his coach. My thought was, if the whole offense went along with Jameis Winston, that means no one really respects Dennis Allen's wishes that that much. If Dennis Allen was that lost, then it shows he's done. I mean, Danny, you feel what I'm saying? Like and it, it's, not, it's not. ended a, up firing their
5: coach, Arthur Smith. That's yeah. Uh, uh, Arthur
6: Smith is all story. mad. <laughs> that's, he was, that's the story. There. He was all mad after the game and was like, "Yeah, don't be too mad. You're gonna be fired within an hour." And he was fired within an hour. So but, who goes there? Because
5: in, in, in one sentence, Shannon Sharp and other people were saying, you got to cut Winston for doing his own thing. And then other people are saying, well, Dennis, Alice is, Dennis
6: Allen is done because no one respects him. Who, who's, who do you cut? It's You ever see like a coach, a manager in baseball, will go up to the pitcher's mound? And you ever see those few moments where the pitcher disrespects the coach? Like, I'm yeah. not giving you the ball. I don't want to come out of the game. And how that's like so awkwardly cringy. Like, oh. Like, like you could feel that tension. There's a part of me that's like, it wasn't just Jameis Winston, guys. Jamal Williams ran the ball. The offensive line blocked for that one yard. They wanted to get him the touchdown. And I feel like the team was like, yo, Jamal, we got you. Dennis Allen doesn't have you, but we have you.
8: It's been a theme for the Saints. Remember a few weeks back when the o lineman went after Derek Carr? And on the sideline, the Saints players were consoling the lineman, not Carr. Yeah. So I mean, should Carr get cut and booted off that team too? Right. Some some Saints fans don't like him, so yeah, I, I might agree with that. But
6: but you got to think this: does you know we always have fifty-three man roster. There's guys coming in and out of the, the locker room. Who gets along with who, and who they they always say that they, they always love to use the phrase like, "Did they lose the locker room?" <laughs> and I feel like Dennis Allen felt in that moment. Whether it was a Bush League move by Jameis Winston and the team to go for that cheap touchdown, that felt very uncontrolled of Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen really have control of this team? I don't think it's a Jameis Winston issue. I think it might be a Dennis Allen issue because I'll tell you what, you're not pulling those shenanigans if you're playing for Andy Reid or you're playing for Kyle Shanahan or Belichick. I said, Danny G, let me ask you, you're a Raiders fan. Would they have pulled that even on Antonio Pierce? No way in hell. I mean, it
5: definitely shows they don't respect the guy. But it also shows a defiant Jameis Winston, so mm-hmm. it's like a matter of who do you
6: cut? Uh, what's up, Brandon?
9: You're exactly right. I want to say this first of all. Yeah. As a New Orleans Saints fans, we don't. Atlanta is the biggest rivalry of the game of the year, every year. Yeah. Those two games, we want to beat them regardless. But on the other hand, James was wrong. Eve, I was listening to the broadcast, and Deuce McAllister. I thought the game was over. They didn't even know what was going on. So I mean, they mentioned it afterwards too. DA's in some trouble. He's in some heat. To be honest with you, he still might get fired. We're- yeah,
6: I, dude, I thought the same because my thought was, listen, Bush League move by Jameis Winston, but the fact that the whole team was behind it—it it wasn't a rogue move by Jameis Winston. The whole team, all twelve men on the field, or eleven, <laughs> there was the no twelve men. All, all the, the whole team was agreement. we you going for it, uh, Perry in Mississippi? What's up, Perry? Hey, Perry.
9: Hey, how y'all doing?
6: We're good, man. What's on your mind?
9: Hey, I just want to say I was in the dome. I was sitting twenty rows up from where that happened. It was a great play. Um, I I don't believe any. I mean, I I think Bill Dylan, Allen's still in the hot seat anyway. But you know, it's like the last car said. Atlanta's the most hated team in New Orleans, and you know. Well, they, they, they made a lot of fans happy making that play, one way or the other.
6: Yeah, I mean, it was a little bush league, but I, I mean, I, you did notice, though. I mean, it's we can't say we didn't notice that after the game, how there was a lot of chirping. Oh, yeah. For good and, reason. And the
5: irony is they fired, the Falcons actually fired Arthur Smith after three seasons going 21 and 30. So he's the guy that got fired. And we'll see what else happens in the next few days with Dennis Allen or Jameis Winston, but
6: definitely made us go, hmm, week 18. uh, Before we go to our buddy Fitz, who's actually on site at the national championship, any other final things that made you go, hmm, week 18? You said it doesn't need to be football, right? Yeah, why? You got one more? Yeah. Let's hear it. My kids are the biggest C-blocks of all time. I mean,
5: yeah. I mean <laughs> you're, no, but like, no, no, Blake. hold on. They're his kids. No, but trust me, I partied with Rich in the early 2000s, so I know where they get it from.
6: <laughs> oh, oh. C-block was Rich's middle name yeah. in the early 2000s. Oh. But, oh. Trust me. But I, I went Rich C-block Davis. I, exactly. I went away for the weekend with my wife, and I was happy to see that, like, when we don't have two little kids... Jumping in our bed in the middle of the night, and mommy, daddy, mommy. Is this like, your way of telling me you curled the toes this weekend? Same. My wife and I had a great weekend, <laughs> and it was nice to know that. Oh wow, still we still got have it? a great connection, and you know, then it made me. But it made me realize, Danny. Rich, Rich and Drew Lock still got it. <laughs> still the man. But Jeez. no, it, 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 it did make me realize that. My goodness, I don't know if it's your kids or other people say their dog. You've said to me like your dog, your dog gets in your way.
5: Yeah, but I don't let
6: the dog sleep in my bed like you do. But I'm saying
5: like. You think the smell of Fritos, you know, sparks romance? Your dog's stink
6: ass feet? I'm all no. I'm saying is that You don't like the smell of dog paws? Hell no. Oh Get that out of my I'll, bed. Yeah. Be, yo, Lorena, I smell my dog's paws. I'm like, They're so good. Oh, I, like so good. I like that <laughs> smell. I like that yeah.
8: smell. Oh, look at the time. It's time to what? talk championship football. <laughs>
6: Let's go to our buddy Jason Fitz. You hear him on the fellas. We yeah. worked with we worked at thank, Fitz thank back you, at Danny. The, back at ESPN. Both we're both in a better place now. What's up, Fitz? <laughs>
10: I'm just trying to figure out how we got right into y'all doing the hibbity dibbity before we even talked about the championship game. Like this is amazing. <laughs> exactly I, I right.
6: Mean, I mean, Fitz. I mean, I'm telling you, with without kids lingering around, I still got it. I think. It's <laughs> good to know see, though, that's Rich. A-
10: now we know why I never had them. Also, I need y'all's <laughs> advice on something. I just tweeted this out because, like, somehow when I worked for the four letters, I never got into the press box. Today, I am standing right now in Houston in the press box. Nice. I don't know why they decided I'm professional enough, but they got this whole cooler full of full pints of Bluebell ice cream. And I'm thinking, like, how many's too many? Because, like, look, I, I've been taking care of myself. It feels like a splurge day today. Yo. Like, I might get. Through- I make three pints in.
6: Let me yeah, tell you something. We 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 got we used our press passes to go to uh, Messi's game when he played out here in L.A. Yeah, the uh, LAFC game. And let me just oh, tell nice. you, my pal Steve Cavino did not shy away from the free food. Oh, <laughs> hell no, man. Yeah. Anytime you got yep. free food like that, I, I'd say you take a little to-go box. Cavino would recommend you actually bring a cooler with you yeah. to bring home a couple. Next time, now you know, I'd bring one.
10: The Raiders let me in the press box once during a game, and in the middle of the game, I started dropping down to F-bombs. And I looked at Steve Weiss. she was like such a respected professional is standing right behind me laughing at it because I'm here, you know, giving at the time Derek Carr every F word I know how to say in every different way. And I'm like, this is why y'all shouldn't let me in the press box. So Yo, today will be better though. It'll enjoy
6: be better. that. Fitz. It's the little things, man. Fitz, I love that. Besides being a big college guy, and we're going to break that down in a second. Fitz is a big Raiders guy. Let me ask you, do you, uh, I heard Danny G say a rumbling of what if you guys tried to snag Russell Wilson on the cheap? Is that is that something you There's, some, okay? there's some rumblings there on social media. Well, I haven't seen a lot of that. Yeah, what are you what are you thinking no, for next no. year, man? Are you are you going new quarterback? Are you giving Aiden O'Connell another chance? What are you thinking?
10: No, you're gonna go with the new quarterback, but this is the year that no matter what you're gonna to have to draft one. Unfortunately you're just sort of stuck because look, I'm gonna say this loud and proud for everybody. I don't think there is any ransom that gets the first and second pick to move. I don't think you can offer the Bears ten years of draft pick and they'll move out of it. I believe the Bears gonna pick a quarterback at one, Washington's gonna pick a quarterback at two. So everybody else is gonna be competing for the third best quarterback who New England might take at three. So I really genuinely think that in the middle of the first round, the Broncos, the Raiders, teams like that, they're going to be looking at Michael Penix Jr. They're going to be looking at Bo Nix. These are real options that are going to be explored. I think the Raiders are going to draft a quarterback, even if it's a reach, and Aiden O'Connell comes back as the backup next year.
6: Yo, It's interesting you would say, Um, what a perfect segue. That's why he's a pro. Jason Fitz here on CNR. Yo, Fitz, you said Michael Penix Jr., is tonight going to be a big indicator of where he is drafted? Because I get the sense yeah. that, like, I've seen people say everywhere from first round to maybe third round. Not I don't, only see, that, I don't like,
5: see third round. Showcasing but. for all the casual fans because everybody's tuning in tonight.
10: Yeah, no, it, it is tonight. And it was last year for CJ Stroud, too, right? Like, I was at the game last year. When C.J. Stroud went off using his legs against Georgia and everybody was like, oh, he really is athletic. Like, these are moments that matter more. So, the the biggest matchup in this entire game is going to be Michigan's defensive line versus Washington's offensive line. Their offensive line won the Joe Moore Award. They're the best offensive line in the country. But this Michigan defensive line can get after anybody. So, you're going to be looking at Michael Penick scrambling around. And this is the thing to watch for, guys. Like, look at him climb the pocket and start moving forward. And watch the way he keeps his hips forward so he can throw from any where it is very impressive to see what he does on the run. If Penix does that against this Michigan defense, yeah, he's absolutely – he's already risen. I, I mean, I talked to a couple of people around the draft two weeks ago, had him in the third round talked to the same people after the last game, and suddenly it was, yeah, I could see middle of the first round. Like, it's it's happening that quick. He's going to continue to rise up for He's going to be a top half of the first round pick.
6: I've seen, uh, I saw. I, said, I think it was Phil Sims with uh, Matt Dog Russo, uh, where he was saying, you know, he's got big hands, he's not short. Like, he Michael Penix Jr., May end up being a pretty, pretty decent NFL quarterback. Did you see the video fits of when they flipped him from lefty to righty? What his quick release looks like as a righty quarterback? Yeah, my
10: God. I mean, and, and let's also be honest. You mentioned that part of it. Like the left-handed release just looks weird. Like it looks funny coming off of his hand. I don't care how professional we're supposed to be. He just looks shaky. Like, like I don't even know what to make of it the whole time. I wish they could have kept that switch just because it's easier to look at.
6: I know. I'm a, listen, I'm a Niners fan my whole life. Like, as a kid, Steve Young, I was like, it just looks funny. But hey, you know what? It's going to be fun to watch tonight. Again, Cavino and Rich hanging out with Jason Fitz from the fellas. National
5: championships tonight. Number two, Washington at number one, Michigan in Houston, Texas. 7.30 Eastern time, I believe. Now, I want to continue going over the strengths and the weaknesses, but what's the vibe like? Give us the vibe right now. Like, I mean, is, how excited it, it, does it feel right now?
10: It, it, look, the vibe is very heavy Michigan so far, at least in my experience around Houston. I went to a, I went to Orange Theory because like I said, taking care of myself, went and worked out, and uh, my class was filled with Michiganders uh, each of the last couple of days. Like, they are out in droves. Wow. So I, I, I am seeing more Michigan fans everywhere than I am Washington. But the funny thing is, uh, and this is real to the vibe of the fans, too. I was at media day. And I started talking to the Michigan players about this season and the controversy, and a bunch of the players kept saying, it's Michigan versus the world. And when I asked Michael Penix Jr. specifically about the fact that they've been overlooked, he said, we don't care about that. It's us versus us. And the fans are very much the same way. Like, Washington fans seem to be very much like, hey, this is great, and if we win, this is awesome, and if we don't, it's been, it's been an incredible ride. And Michigan fans seem to have this edge of, everybody hates us, everybody's against us, we must win to show the world. Like, I think it's interesting because there seems to be a different Fire in the belly, but I don't know when we once this game gets started. Like I, I don't know, there's something about us versus us that is quiet confidence from Washington that I like.
5: So again, someone's oh has got to go. Um, us versus us, Washington's offensive line versus Michigan's defensive line. Any other like matchups we should look out for while watching this game? Like anything? Yeah. Cat-
10: so, I mean, I hammered the over on points overall. I would hammer the over on rushing yards for Blake Corum, the running back for Michigan. I think he's going to go off. Like, I don't think either team is going to be stopped here. So this feels like a high-scoring electric offensive game. So uh, I love – at some point you're looking at Washington. They're going to try and force J.J. McCarthy to beat them, which I'm not sure can happen. I sat out asked Harbaugh, too, because he keeps telling everybody, you know, the greatest since Brady. And I asked Harbaugh, if that's the case, why isn't the offense throwing the football more? And he skated around that question because he's basically a professional figure skater. Like, he got all the way around it. But I I would still argue that. Like, J.J. McCarthy – is going to have to make some plays in this game, and I don't know that we've seen that really. So I think that's interesting just to see how he handles it. He's efficient, but here's the fun stuff that I keep telling people: that he has as many. He has uh, his attempt number is less than Michael Penix Jr.'s completions this year. So that shows you how much more Washington throws the football.
6: I was going to say before I get to my next question, you're not curious how many splat points you get in an Orange Theory fits.
10: He's oh man like so look I always shoot for 20 20 is the base okay. 20 is the bare bare minimum flare 20 is the bare minimum flare I did a 50 minute tread the other day they just brought the 50 tread out I did a 50 <laughs> tread the other day got to 38 boys got to
3: 38 Let me tell you splats. I did our, I don't know
5: how many splat points you got this weekend Oh shut without
6: up without the kids <laughs> Oh!
10: Hey! Hey-o.
6: Um, yo
10: Fitz uh, no It's by the minute. It's by the minute on the splash. You got to stay in that range for a minute. <laughs> he probably got two and a half. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Thank you,
9: Fitz
6: <laughs> Thank you, buddy. That's <laughs> true. It's funny cuz it's true. By the way, uh, is uh I haven't even looked. Did Portnoy lay another million on this or not? Oh my God!
10: I don't know. Like, would it like to be able to gamble a million bucks on a right? college football game on this one? Like, I just, my God! Like, it's, he's figured it out. Since want. he's figured it out. You, how much money do you have to have in the bank to just bet a million dollars on a I college know. football
6: game? Yo, Fitz, I see you all over. I, I'm a uh, one of my emails I use is Yahoo. I see you on that every day, dude. I can't. I can't Same. get enough of your face. Look, looking handsome, man.
10: Well, you know what? That's a, that's why I'm doing the Orange Theory. I got to look spell. Yeah, they got me. That's why I'm here. Like I, I'm going to be on the field right after the game doing quick hit reaction videos for this thing. Like, boys, I think this this game is going to be wild. Like, I think it's going to be electric. It's going to be one of those moments for college football that's really cool. And and then it's going to be obnoxious because next year, no matter the outcome, the Big Ten is going to claim the champion. Like that's the like if, if Washington mm-hmm. wins and that's the way the Pac-12 ends next year, they'll still come in and say, ah, but the defending champion is a Big Ten team. It's going to be obnoxious either
6: way. So, Fitz. I, I saw a headline just on TV a couple minutes yeah, ago saying speaking of next year. saying uh, Harbaugh uh he may fe- uh, he may face more disciplinary action is that more incentive for him to like win and move on like is the ideal scenario for Jim Harbaugh to win and then go to the NFL is that the sentiment
10: I I think so. And and yeah, by the way, I talked to somebody a couple of days ago that said that they remember the first suspension he faced, which was self-imposed. And they put it down to the three games at the beginning of the year, the NCAA said not good enough. And they still haven't ruled on that suspension. And the NCAA hasn't ruled at all on the sign stealing at all. So I had somebody tell me a couple of days ago, they could see the NCAA attempting a full season suspension. So like, that's what we're talking about coming down the pipeline. That being said, Y'all, like if, if you ask me right now just to, you know, gun to my head to figure it out, I still think there's a chance he stays because, you know, I keep hearing from, from people I trust that there's an offer in front of him for a 10-year contract that pays around 120 to $130 million. No NFL team is going to offer him a $120 million. Like, yeah. even if he gets a five-year deal from somebody for $15 million a year, which is huge money for an NFL coach, even if he gets that, you're talking about $75 million. So you're telling me that Jim Harbaugh is going to leave fifty million fully guaranteed dollars on the table to move his 732 kids to Vegas or LA or DC? <laughs> right. I, like, man, I, I have a hard time picturing that.
6: True. Well, listen, man, have a great time, enjoy yourself. How do you like this? Enjoy Today. your ice cream. Enjoy your ice cream. Keep, you know, have as much as you want. You deserve it. And I like Washington plus ten and a half over forty nine and a half in a teaser. Is that? Do you feel like that's a safe bet?
10: Uh, no, I've got the over. I've got Washington on the money. I've got the over on Blake Corum for rushing yards. And i got the over on Rome Adunze for receiving yards, too. So keep an eye out on that
5: one. Nice. Okay. Right, I'm going to write that down. Thank I you so done. much, man. Have appreciate fun. Appreciate you,
10: boys. Good luck with those future splats, my friend.
5: Bye, Fitzy. <laughs>
10: exactly. <laughs> At <money>. Jason
5: <laughs> Fitz on Twitter. Again, Fox Sports Radio uh, Weekends with Anthony Gargano. Check out the fellas and appreciate him. He's a great guy. And I'm excited for him that he's out there. Eating ice cream, enjoying the game. Sitting in the booth. With all those Michigan fans,
6: apparently. Danny J, so, you and Fitz, two of my good buds that are Raiders fans, do you feel like... You guys are closer than you think or or further away as far as when you look at the season. What was it? Seven, eight, eight and nine. Eight man. and yeah, nine. Eight so the new look yeah. Raiders I was coach eight, made a big difference. Eight and nine. You're, you know, you're, you're one they or were, two little. You know, remember they
5: said they were going to win three games. Right, Danny yeah, yeah, G- yeah. That was
8: USA Today U- that predicted three games for the Raiders' win total. Vegas had them at like five, five and a half. And right here on our show, I said I thought it would be eight. Nine, if we were lucky, but I thought closer to eight. And right away, uh, Griff tweeted at me because I remember shouting him out and he was like, You're going to be way closer to three than eight. No, it didn't turn out that way. Thank goodness uh, McDaniels was shown the door. And I feel like at least Antonio Pierce has them on the right track, moving in the right direction. Seems that way. Yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. If they could, if they keep AP, hire a really good OC. And get yourself a franchise quarterback, and that'll be a solid team.
6: Hey, Danny, I don't want to rub salt in the wound, but I'm looking back at two games over the final stretch for the Raiders. Oh, I know. I'm, that Colts loss? Horrible. And we forget, it was only a month ago. I know, it seems like a month's a long time ago. Remember they lost to the Vikings 3 nothing.
8: Yeah. I mean, yeah, listen, that was listen that was you can the play
6: these silly games with every team, so I'm sorry I even did that. But it's like, maybe the Raiders... You know, Antonio Pierce seems to have the respect of the locker room. You make some adjustments, you beef up some of that offensive line. Maybe you draft that young franchise guy. I don't know, maybe And you said it before. Maybe you're Jame- not a-
5: Jameis Winston doesn't run that play
6: on a guy like Antonio Pierce. You know, it doesn't yeah. happen. Guys guys don't they're not defiant if the coach has the respect of everyone. And I just think that, uh, you know, no knock on Dennis Allen, but do you feel like Dennis Allen has the respect of everyone? If the whole offensive line, position players, and everyone's like, yeah, who cares what Coach Allen says? We're doing this for you, Jamal Williams. That shows to me that they they don't respect him.
8: And we used to say this about McDaniels. Take the stupid visor off, especially for Dennis Allen. You're inside a dome. Stop it. Take the visor it's not off. not a good
6: look. It's not a good look, says you. You gonna start? You should start wearing visors. Maybe I will. Maybe that's my gimmick. We should should do a bet, and if you lose, (laughs) nothing will look weirder. Yeah, but then maybe that puts us on the map. and people are like, "Oh, that show with the guy with the visor," yeah, I know that show. One of those like
8: green, like
11: gambling.
5: (laughs) For all you know, that's that's our secret. uh, magic.
6: that's our secret sauce right there. No, you you would be the one and only, the the lone vato loco that wears a visor. I don't. Do you know any dudes? Do you know any Latino dudes that wear visors? I don't know,
4: guys. I think more should wear visors because you know wearing full caps actually makes you lose your hair faster. So if you do a visor, is that true though? Yes, the friction it That's makes it. your hair fall out. Same with if you wear your socks up higher up onto your ankles, you have that bald spot on your well, leg. Visor is against the side and is. the
8: back, so yeah. You know, and you I'm a just down ass <laughs> so
5: I pull my socks real high. My daughter asks me all the time, "Dad, do you shave your legs?" They're oddly I'm like, Get hairless. hairless. You yeah, have to yeah, look at his ankles. Camino the break.
6: down fool. Honestly, take a look at Camino's legs without looking at him. You might be like, look at the sure. legs on. Oh my God, Camino. posted on Instagram <laughs> in the break. I guess you're right. <laughs> and by the way, Lorena, fun fact when I play softball, all the guys make fun of me. They're like, well, what, what, do you never wear a hat? I'm like, wear a hat? For, oh, look, and cover this? <laughs> What's up, everybody?
11: This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first Chase. To start listening.
6: Alright, let's get into it. You have five seconds to battle for your sports trivia life
7: Ah, oh, oh, I got it. yeah I don't got it. Don't oh. got it. Oh. Oh. Put your electronic devices down and pick your sports knowledge.
5: Ah,
10: ah. It's CNR's last one standing.
8: Last one standing all right first last one standing of 2024 we got four categories ready to go and if needed, a tiebreaker. Each contestant gets five seconds to stay alive in the round. If you run out of time or you answer incorrectly, Lorena will escort you out with her famous buzzer. Her famous <laughs> it gets buzzer. gets worse every week.
5: <laughs> we keep
8: battling until you are the last one standing. If you win two of the rounds, you're the top dog. Here are the contestants. Two-time winner, Steve Covino. Yeah, should be three or four, but
6: yeah!
8: Two nope. is He's making that up. Nope. Two is right. Two-time winner, Rich Davis. That is what. What's up? And the leader in the clubhouse, six-time winner Dan Byer. Hello, hello. Rigged. we're gonna go to <laughs> the studio lines to see who's gonna get one of the last two balls for CNR's Nerf collection. Can I have the left one?
6: Uh Steve, Steve. in yeah. Montana. Hi, Steve. How are you, buddy?
9: Good how are you?
8: Hey, Steve. What do you do for a living there in Montana?
9: Um, right now, I'm a I'm a single uh, dad. I got. 11-year-old twin boys, That's oh. I've messaged him, you know, and yep. he, uh, oh. he replied and, oh. and I told him all about, like, kind of, like, about my boys and all that. Oh. Other than, uh, That's hell
5: like, yeah, because I'm a man time. of the people, Steve. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A, a man guy. of the people. A nice
8: Full-time fan. job. it is. One of the hardest yeah. jobs. Yeah. Well, we know how this game works. Spot is the fact checker during the game, by the way. The most nerve-wracking responsibility. Yeah. It's uh, an important part. When I say your name, the clock is going to begin. You'll have five seconds for each category. First one is called <laughs> Fan Size Matters. You have five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you have five seconds to name an NFL city which has one of the fifteen largest stadiums in our country. So, NFL stadium, one of the largest, 15, top fifteen here. Ooh. We're going to start with Covino. Go! Give me that buzz, that clock.
5: Uh, let's
6: hopefully go Seattle. Not the,
8: hopefully not the buzzer. Let's see.
6: Seattle, Seattle.
8: huh? Uh, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. I do not top fifty. Really, Am i out already.
6: I think you might. I would. yeah. Wow. Uh, I, just, oh, I just saw they're so yeah, fan crazy and fan heavy. Uh, I thought that uh, was. Oh, a, no, that, no, that's no, that's an good educated here.
5: guess. I should have went with a newer stadium.
6: Uh, Jerry's World, Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Yes, yes. Third. Third, third, third yeah. on the list. Eighty thousand. By the way. I'm gonna
7: go uh, Giants. Would that conference. Yeah, giants. Giants. MetLife number one. Yeah.
8: That 5 Steve.
3: I'm gonna go with.
8: Uh, the Vegas Stadium. Ah, yes, that's a good one. Uh, uh, yeah, not. No. No. not there. <gasps> yeah, technology guess, is dope. Not the size of it, though. All right, back to Rich.
6: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gillette, New England. Um, Patriots, 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 Patriots. big outdoor. No. No. For real. Ooh, yeah.
8: Wow. Buyers the last one standing. Lambo? Wow, Did Lambo make it. Lambo's number two. Yes. Yeah, are you serious? Or, I'm so
5: mad. You know my. You know what I thought maybe not. Though I mean, obviously, story franchise, this? but it's it's there in a little part of the community. Yeah. And what do you think it held
8: yeah. that? Many. What are you going to two are going to realize that your strategy does not work?
6: Like save my yeah. <laughs> like you save and yeah. you always get out early. Yeah, it's Chiefs, like, it's, yeah, Broncos, Chiefs. Uh,
8: Panthers, Saints, Texans, Bills, Ravens, Falcons. SoFi, Eagles, Titans, Jags. <laughs> I, I, I want to punch myself. What's in the also neck.
7: interesting is I Allow would think me. that the commanders would be, but they had to eliminate so many seats because people weren't showing That's up. That's right. But that place was like enormous, but nobody oh. went, so they got rid of them.
6: You know All my right. uh, my. Wife's dad is a lifelong Packers fan, and he went to his first game oh, this past weekend. Ashamed of his yeah. son-in-law.
8: All
7: right,
6: here we <laughs> go.
8: Here we go. Buyers uh, on the board. Second category is playoff balls. You have five seconds to name an NFL QB who made the list for most playoff wins of all time. I'll take the right one. Steve, we're going to start with you in Montana.
9: Um, that's your mom's.
8: Yep. Yes, sir. I love it. Buyer. Jim Kelly. Kelly
6: no no not on the list Rich I mean get it out of the way I'm not going to save him but Tom Brady there you go finally yeah. number one
8: <laughs> 35 <laughs> Yeah. Covino well, I would say that Joe Montana has to be number up there. two 16 back to Steve Steve Young yes 14 Rich
6: just based on the teams he was on Troy Aikman Yes. Uh. 11. Cove.
8: Uh. Uh. <laughs> turn that down. <laughs> yeah. uh, on, no. turn it up.
9: Out. Out, yes. Out of there. Out
8: of there. Uh, back to Steve. Yes, 13. I'm sorry, what did he say? Far. far?
5: Oh yeah. my
6: goodness. Uh Peyton Manning.
8: Yes we got a battle here. Steve, back to you. Fourteen.
9: Who do you say? Sorry, I'm getting He
8: said Peyton Manning.
9: Um, Eli Manning.
8: No. No. Rich
9: Davis there walks go. away
8: with that category. Is Aaron Rodgers
6: on that list, too?
8: Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. Twelve. That's another good one. Yeah. Another good round. You guys forgot about your boy Flacco. Joe? 10, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right under the wire, 10.
5: Yeah, right. I was thinking like the weakest quarterbacks. I was just going through. It. I was like
6: Bernie Kosar.
5: I swear All to God, right. I go thought of Bernie <laughs> Kosar. I'm like, so, why am I thinking of a good ass quarterback. quarterback?
7: No, you think? But now also more playoff games. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. that's a key yes. too. I was thinking
8: divisional rounds. Yes, Kavino's like, Tony
6: Eason. All right.
8: <laughs> John Elway, Roethlisberger's on oh, yeah. that list. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Third, ca- uh, third category is and Richer on the board. The harder they fall. You have five seconds to name an NBA player who's one of the tallest players in league history. There's 12 in the top 30 that you should know. Okay.
5: So I'm starting. I'll yes. get
8: Manute Paul out. There you go. hmm
7: Rich. Uh, Bold Ball. Yep. Yeah. George Mirosan. Yes. Oh, nice. Number
8: one. Steve.
9: Um, the,
8: the guy from the Spurs, I can't pronounce his name.
9: You guys want to give it to him? Uh, take a guess.
6: Give us a guess and we'll give it to anyone. Yeah.
9: Um,
8: Kind of sounds like oh. Wimbledon. I'll give you a. Come on. Okay. You can do it.
6: We'll we'll give you Wemby. Yeah, Yeah, that
9: guy. Yeah
8: Wemby. yeah, Wemby. Wemby. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, back to Covino. Taco Fall. Yep. Yes. Good number one. Three. Rich. Shaquille O'Neal. No. Whoa. No. Oh. Fire. Sean Bradley. Yes. Nice.
7: Good answer. Nice pull. He
6: was seven six, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, Seven He wore number seventy six.
8: Steven Montana. Achieve. One? No, no. No. <laughs> Kareem. No, uh, no. Not on this N- list. No,
7: no. No, because Shaq's no, not on the yeah. list. Yeah, he's- uh, that means
8: Dan Byer walks
7: D-P. away with the W, his wow. seven.
5: Wow. Oh, nice. the order
7: helped me. Was Chuck
6: Nevitt on that list? Yes, yes okay, sure was. Uh, so you would want oh, you know. deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. Hold <laughs> on. Let's say. Let's say. Don't don't say anything. Do right. think of another. I like, guess we named a couple seven footers that weren't on the. Oh, dude, what? Are Ryan Hollins no?
8: No. No. You're going to hate yourself for one of I them. I thought one of you would say Yao Ming. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the oh, one that's you're going to hate yourself for. And uh, Elijah on wasn't, but Ralph Sampson was. Ralph ah, yes. Sampson. Yes, yeah.
6: Former Rocket as There's a lot of
8: people in like the seven foot range. Yeah. Uh, Mark Eaton, Rick Smits. All right. Uh, congratulations, Bayer. And the question is, are you going to mail your one of the last two Nerf footballs out to Montana? Yes, I will. Yes, I will.
6: How are you? Uh, no, it's, Steve. A it's a country. country. I, know, I, 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 I put that oh, on uh, offer up instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, we're going to mail that out to you, buddy. Thank you, Steve.
9: Awesome. Thank you,
6: guys.